You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Early Night Show here at the Broadway Makers Marketplace in Turnstile Underground in the heart of New York City. My name is Joshua Turchin, and thank you all so, so much for being here today. So, a little while ago in April, I released a new song called Doesn't Make You Feel Better here at the Broadway Makers Marketplace. Um, I wrote it with the incredible singer-songwriter Victoria Shaw. It's been such an incredible journey being able to work on it from the initial stages of planning it to finally releasing it. I'm really glad that you all liked the song, and stay tuned for some more fun stuff. When writing the song with Victoria, we spent a little while just trying to figure out what the song was going to be. And at the time, it was early 2021, and quarantine was still happening, which was very fun. And I unfortunately was being bullied at the time. And as I say always, never bully a composer because it will come back to bite you. And... We wrote this song. I hope y'all like it. Why do you hate me? Why do you tease me? Can't you see me for who I am? What is it about me that you somehow feel the need to break me down, make me doubt myself? Who does that help? Doesn't make you feel better knowing that someone else feels so bad. So sad. I think it must be exhausting carrying all that hate inside. Can you tell me why when you make somebody cry? Does it make you feel better? Does it make you feel better? There was a time when I thought we could be friends But that's just me I can be so naive You played your games and the joke is on me doesn't make you feel better knowing that someone else feels so bad that's so sad i think it must be exhausting carrying all that hate inside can you tell me why when you make somebody cry doesn't make you feel like a big shot like a winner telling lies in little whispers somebody must have really hurt you a long time ago 
cause I wanna know Does it make you feel better Knowing that someone else feels so bad That's so sad, whoa I think it must be exhausting Carrying all that hate inside Can you tell me why? When you make somebody cry Doesn't make you feel better Doesn't make you feel better so so much uh you can now stream the song on spotify amazon music apple music and wherever you buy music it is now time to bring up our first guest of the day josh layman Thank you so much for having me. I'm such a huge fan of yours. Uh, I'm such a huge fan of yours. Oh my gosh. No, seriously. Like, I wish I could be 15 so we could be, like, best friends. <laughs> um, like, and that song that you sang is maybe the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. Thank you. Um, it's so good. It's so nice. I mean, I think everybody knows what it's like to go through that, especially theater kids. Oh, yeah. And um, you express it so perfectly. So, And yeah. as a fellow theater kid... Um, what what shows have you been in? Um, I've been in Wicked, Hair, Elf, um, Groundhog Day, The Prom, um, and then Off Broadway I did Into the Woods in Central Park with Shakespeare in the Park. I did um, the Off Broadway A New Brain with um, Jonathan Groff and Anna Gasteyer. So I've I've been really lucky to do a lot of cool things. And also the Emoji Musical. Oh right? yeah, I did Emoji, Emoji Land. Land. Yeah. Yeah, and isn't isn't the show coming back? Maybe? They are doing a tour. <gasps> yes. Oh, that's actually really cool. And I don't think I ever told you this. I saw you play Barry in the prom. Oh my like, gosh. Like one of the days you were on. That's amazing. Oh, I wish I could have said hi after. Yeah. I'm so glad that you I, got I th- to see it. Was, it. It, was, it was after, no, it was before I met, I ended up meeting you at Forbidden Broadway. Okay. Because, wait, didn't you, you came to Forbidden Broadway because we were we were poking fun at the prom. Yeah, which was so funny. It, and so I was just, you know, like, I've always been a big fan of Forbidden Broadway since I was a kid. You know, it was sort of like my gateway into like seeing New York theater, even like the first time I came here when it was beneath Ellen's Stardust Diner is where I saw it for the first time. But um, it's so funny to laugh at what they do until it's your show. And then you're (laughs) like, this is very true. This is very true. Thank you for not being yep. meaner. You I, could have been meaner. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I saw I saw Moulin Rouge not too long ago, and thinking back to Forbidden Broadway, it was so accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. Have you ever listened to their older stuff? I have. I have. It's so good. It's the, so good. My favorite is the Titanic parody. I haven't listened to where, that one. Oh my gosh, it's it's so mean, but it's so <laughs> funny. And when the ship starts sinking. This one woman goes, oh, my God, my God, our set is tilting. And it's just, it just gets me every time. Like, there's this line like, though millions were spent, our set looks a lot like cardboard. And um, it's just like, that's rude. I know. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> I I miss Forbidden Broadway so much. Oh, will uh, it come back? Do you think? I I'm I'm crossing my fingers and hoping that it will, because I I am a sucker for musical comedy, and you have like a musical improv group, right? Yeah, I'm in a group called Shits Probe. Woo! Yeah, Woo! thank you. Um, it's really fun. What we do is we take a Broadway star, or now and then like a film TV star that doesn't have an experience uh, experience with improv and we make them the star of an improvised musical. And it is so much fun. Um, let's see, the past two times we had Izzy Michaela from The Prom and then this last time we did something different. For the first time we had three people as our guests wow. and it was three of the stars from Come From Away which is one of my favorite shows. <gasps> and uh, Astrid who plays Beulah um, you know, there's chairs on the back line because improvisers oh. like chairs. And because of all the chairs and come from away, the first thing that she did was like pick it up and hold it for comfort. Like it was her come from away comfort chair. A com um, comfort from away. Comfort from away. Yeah, very good. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it was fun. It's wild. It's a great time. We do it um, the last Monday of every month. Listen, um, if you ever need anyone, I am available. I would love to have you there. Please. I will the, absolutely I, tell I, the team. The, the, the thing is, I love musical improv. It would be an honor to have you as a guest. It's I would be so, so much fun. It's um, literally some of the best improvisers in New York City. Um, you know, like I'm a musical theater kid and I just sort of stumbled it into it like accidentally. And these people are professionals. And so... Like, one of our guests was so terrified before the show because it's scary. And, you know, I just had to be like, listen, I'm terrified, too. But you don't have to go out there and improvise for an hour by yourself. Like, you have eight of the best improvisers here to, like, help you, lift you, make this fun. And the audience is there to have a great time. It's, yeah. a, it's a really fun time. Hey, Josh. Yes. Should should we should we musical impro improvise right now? Would you like me to improvise a little song, part of a song? Sure, sure. Do we do we like let's get like three things from the audience, like three words, any random word. Book. 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 Kangaroo. Kangaroo. Backpack. Backpack. Okay. Book. Kangaroo. Book, kangaroo backpack. backpack. All okay. Right. Um. <clears throat> A special backpack I used to jump and up and down like a kangaroo All the other kids at school would say Hey you fool, but listen I have my backpack My special backpack Mom gave it to me when I was just ten And I said, hey, it's better than a pet hen because it's special, so magical, so wonderful, so mystical. My backpack. 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 I'm a talking book. Oh my gosh. You must have been enchanted from my backpack. With kangaroo magic. One time, when I was just a little kid, I 
saw a kangaroo and it looked at me and I looked at it and just looked right into my soul and it knew that I didn't have many friends and said hey I'll be there till the end all you have to do is believe in yourself don't kangaroos really hurt they can hurt it's true but so can people you know what they do that's why I have my magical backpack to get me through. Oh, magical backpack, I'm here for you always. My magical backpack, I'll play with you every day. It's only day. $39.95. That's all it costs, $39.95. What a deal. If you have it for a year, that's what, seven cents a day? Not even, not good at math, but I have a backpack. backpack. My backpack. Backpack, backpack. It's a backpack. Oh no. It tore itself apart. Mother always said you might lose something, someone you never know. It's a part of life to deal with strife. Oh, oh no, that's the end. <laughs> Give me a button, my dead backpack. <laughs> well done, Joshua. Thank you. We're going to have a lot of fun when you come on to our show. Please, please. Josh Lehman, everyone. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. One of the most embarrassing things that has ever happened to me on stage happened at Wicked. Oh, what happened? Um, well, so my replacement got there, and it was the first time I'd ever been replaced in a show, and I wasn't, you know, it, there's a lot of emotions when that happened. And, you know, I was like, okay, I know I'm sad. I know I'm really grieving this. But I have to train my replacement, who's now a dear friend, Brad Weinstock, who's brilliant. He's in Aladdin. Um, I was like, I have to teach this kid, you know, my part. And that's okay. He's shadowing me. Great, great. I'm so happy. And so before my first entrance, when I run on uh, and Glinda's like, you know, I remember whatever. And then I run on and into a spotlight and pose. And um, so we're off stage and I'm like, okay. So be careful because, you know, there's bubble juice and sometimes it can get like a little slippery. And he was like, thank you so much. And I was like, yeah, no problem. Dun, 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 dun. And I run out and go. <laughs> and just land on my back in like a dead cockroach position in a spotlight, frozen with a Glenda looking at me like, oh, dear goodness. Um, and that was my one of my last entrances as Bach. <sighs> So, so that that feels very ironic, though. Yes. Was it was it the bubble juice that caused you to slip? Oh, it was the bubble juice. Yeah. And I was like, of course, this is happening to me as I'm like grieving this and being like, be careful of the bubble juice. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. H how long did you play Bach for? Played it for nine months. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um. Other than that, what is your most embarrassing on stage mishap? Other than the bubble juice. Embarrassing. Um. Or like funny. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't really get embarrassed when things go wrong. I kind of laugh. Yeah. Like, in Finding Neverland, after the opening number, 
I was supposed to, like, I'm having a conversation with somebody center stage, and I just forgot everything that I was supposed to say, and I just started laughing, and I was like, your turn, like, your turn to talk, dear, because I don't know what I'm doing, and I was laughing, and as I was exiting, Kelsey Grammer goes, your turn, and uh, <laughs> so that that always makes me laugh, but... I don't know. I kind of like when things go wrong. Yeah, it, um, it, and especially for the people in the audience, it gives them, like, especially if they've seen the show, like, many times, it oh, gives yeah. them something new. Yeah, it does. The 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 only bad thing is then, of course, it's, it's, it's online immediately. Like, every chat room is like, Josh did this. And, like, it's either hilarious or, like, it was terrible. Mm. Um, but I learned a long time ago to not look at those things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think this the song that I'm going to sing for you today from I just did an off-Broadway show called Notes from Now and the song the composer was there it was the first time that he was there at the show and I forgot the first half of the song and I just had to make it up and so I made it up. It was either that or stop the show and be like um we're going to start this over cuz it's a really great song and you should know it. Mm -hmm. But um and you should hear it. But no, I just made it up and Nobody could tell except then I saw Pete after the show and I was like, please don't murder me. That wasn't an artistic choice. I just forgot all the words. Um, that, it seems that that seems to happen a lot in theater. Yeah. Just completely like you're on stage, you're in the moment and then suddenly your mind goes blank and you can't remember anything that, that you're yeah. supposed to do. That happened with me one time for Forbidden Broadway. I had to play Santino Fontana as Tootsie. <laughs> and I walk on stage and I um, had just gotten a line change literally two seconds before I walk on stage. So, yeah, so it, it, it was a lot of fun because Forbidden Broadway, you have to like stay on your feet for that show. Yeah. Because there's no breaks. No, it's there's a workout. No You're it constantly is, like, oh, yeah, new it, wig, new this, new coat. Yeah. yeah. So I, I have this new lyric in my head and I'm trying to try and remember it. I'm trying to remember and I walk on stage and I go and it happens oh. so often that's hilarious um it, yeah it, especially like when you're given a new line like two seconds before you walk on stage but it's it's really fun oh it's it's fun and hilarious but when people give me like i've, I've done a lot of new shows and they're like here here uh it's in tonight and i'm like it's something's gonna be in tonight we'll hope it's this but um yeah girl like we'll see Ooh, i there i did have one really hilarious really terrible mishap that happened also in Wicked. Um, so the song, What Is This Feeling or Loathing? I love that All one. of us, it's a, it's a bop. It's all a bop. of us have these huge books, right? And they're real books. They're not cardboard and they're heavy. And um, <clears throat> I was like really into the show that there, day. There are pages in the books? Oh yes, they're, they're actual books. Oh wow. And um, maybe they're not anymore. Maybe they learned their lesson. But my choreography is like I would shove the book out and then I'd throw it up. It'd be like, I feel your loathing, bum, bum, an adult. Okay, and so I go like, we share your loathing, don't. <laughs> and I like totally punched myself in the nose. The next thing I'm supposed to do is like open the book and like walk across the stage with everybody in a dancey way. And so I open the book and there's like blood pouring down. And I was like, and then towards the end of the song, this, what was her name? Um, Sunny. Sunny was her name. 
uh, her track and I would look at each other and go, loathing you. And so we both look at each other. And if if you're me and I'm Sunny, it went, <laughs> like that, literally in the middle of the song on stage. And then I noticed the stage manager being like, you know. So, yeah, I think that was, it's funny now. But um, wait. W- w- <laughs> Wicked gore edition. I know they, it was a horror movie. It was a, wait, something wicked this way, this comes. way comes from the producer David Stone. <laughs> you know what really happened in Oz? You what, know wait, what really happened in Oz? Elfie, you can't do this. <laughs> I can. Exactly. It's just, uh, it, yeah. Where's my broom? <laughs> you know. Yeah, it was definitely. A gory, gory day for for poor little Bach. No. Um, uh huh. Yeah. I mean, my nose is so swollen by, and I don't know why I didn't just call out right then. But you know, trying to get the Tin Man nose uh-huh. on, like that was a painful experience. Uh-huh. Then I was like, I'm out. I'll see you whenever this heals up. Yeah. Th- yeah. There was one time I was in rehearsal for a show, and we had to go R.I.P. And then in rehearsal, I did R.I.P. And I gave myself a black eye. <laughs> No. Yeah, they still made us fi- file a uh, report about it. Of course they uh, did. To, yeah, and so, like how, like my mom was filling it out, and it said, "How did you? How were you injured?" I hit myself accidentally when doing a dance move <laughs> in my eye. I know that same thing with Wicked. It's like I um, punched myself in the face. Yeah, um, it, I guess that's also a recurring thing in theater. Yeah. Yeah, a- accidental injuries. Unfortunately, so, it, it comes with the deal. Yeah, it well, comes with the with Into package. the Woods. We were covered in bruises all the time because I don't know if you saw the Central Park I, production. I wanted to so badly. It was brilliant, but also it was a four-story set. The stage was mulch. There were like trees, like you were just getting beat up left and right. And I mean, meanwhile, there's raccoons fighting on stage during agony. <laughs> True story. Um, <laughs> But we, all of us had so many bruises that we just took pictures of our bruises and then put them up on a, on like a sheet on the call board. And the played bruise a game. wall? Well, no, we, we played a game called Name That Bruise. <laughs> and you had to like guess whose bruise was whose. <laughs> whose bruise was whose? Um, yeah, I didn't The new win. game show coming now. Yeah, I think, I think Jesse Mueller won. Oh, oh name no. That bruise game. Um, yeah. And you're about to be in Trading Places. Yeah. Right? Yeah. um, It's a new musical um, based on the film. It's really good. It's going to be at the Alliance Theater, uh, which is where Prom had. They're out of town. So I'm really excited to be back in Atlanta. It's such a beautiful city. um, The best restaurants on the planet. And the Alliance is just a great place to work and... Because prom was there. I'm like, maybe this is good juju, and yeah. maybe we could uh, get a theater for next season. Yeah, yeah. What is it about? I still haven't seen the movie, which is... Well, basically, it's about I know somebody who's a con artist and somebody who's this like really pompous, privileged um, Wall Street person. And these two evil people sort of like make a bet that if they switch them, like... One of them is like, oh, that con artist could never be a successful like business person. And the other person's like, yeah, they could. So they get this terrible man, me, to arrange it so like literally they trade places. Like one guy goes to jail and ends up broke and the con artist becomes this like Wall Street celebrity. 
and it's a comedy about them trying to well about the guy trying to get his you know life back really mm-hmm. wow. um but yeah it's a lot of fun so who are at the music alan zachary and michael weiner oh they they are the reason that i ended up doing the hollywood bowl for little mermaid wow which is, that, that's one of my favorite stories i accidentally um i like ran into them at a show and then from there like they hooked me up with the like some people from little mermaid and then uh, sh- uh long story short I ended up going to LA for the live to film as Flounder, which was one of the most incredible experiences. And I am so happy that like, I, I think like, you know them, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like what, um, what is your favorite song that you've like done from their work? Um, well, I love my song. I play beaks in the show and the, and the song's called you got beaks. Um, but also, I auditioned for First Date. I got really close to it. And there's a song called I Order Love. I'd Order Love, I think. And I know I was heartbroken when I didn't get it. Though Blake is brilliant and was brilliant. Um, well, you didn't get that, but it wasn't right for you. And now you're in another one of their yeah. shows where I I, I know it's going to come to Broadway. And the second it does, I'm buying tickets. Okay. And we're going to be best friends, right? Yes. Yeah. Pinky swear? Pinky swear. You can't break yep. pinky swears. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be cursed. Oh, <laughs> no. Very good. Very they, dramatic. They, yes, I had you. Uh, and you were just in Wild with Idina Menzel, right? Yes, I was. So what is that? What was it? It's an incredible new show. Literally some of the best music I've ever heard of my, in my life. Um, v, formerly Eve Ensler, wrote the book. Um, Justin Tranter and Caroline Pennell, who, like any hit song on the radio, I'm old. I don't know who like Dua Lipa and all these people are yeah. but they write all their music or wow. imagine dragons i think it's another one of the bands wow every hit song that you've heard maybe in the past 15 years they wrote wow and uh the score is ridiculous it was justin's dream to write a musical and so he did and diane paulus directed and of course idina menzel who <clears throat> i'm such a nerd for like rent was everything to me Everything to me. Uh, uh, um, when I was in high school, when it came out, it was everything. It was also the first time that I saw, you know, queer people, different people that were like me. And, and like actually represented on stage. Yeah. Like I, I grew up in a time that the Internet wasn't really the Internet. So here's me in a small town outside of San Diego thinking that I'm the only one and praying that I wasn't the only one. But it was still underground. They... Eventually, I found that there was an underground support group at school for uh, queer students and um, teachers, but it was highly underground. Nobody was allowed to know, like people could lose their jobs if they found out. So that was the era that I grew up in. And then all of a sudden there's rent. And um, also, I'm very passionate about the history of the AIDS epidemic Mm -hmm. and um, and I always have been. And so for for that to get that much light in, in a sympathetic way, not in a way that's like, oh, you're doomed to die, but in a way that we can live and lift each other up, you know, and I really hope that this generation can talk to the previ- the generations that went through it to hear their stories, hear about their loved ones that passed. Our industry was 
crushed yeah. by that. Um, I have so many stories of friends that would come to do their Broadway show, and whoever was sitting next to them in the dressing room was just suddenly not there anymore. You know, like back, it was very scary. Um, Beth Level did a beautiful thing where she was like, I had, you know, my phone book with all my friends' numbers in it, and she was like, I would just draw a little heart next to the names of the of my friends that you know were gone. She's like, and I still have that, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just beautiful. But yeah. anyway, um, meeting Idina Menzel and pretending that I wasn't freaking out on the inside was difficult. Maybe the best acting I've ever done. And then at dinner, <laughs> on our dinner break, I go to the restaurant next door to where we're rehearsing, and I'm sitting there. And she comes in and she's like, can I eat with you? Do you mind? And I was like, oh my God. I was like, Bruh. you know, like, yeah, yeah, sit with me, Idina I Menzel. So you have a child. Oh, hmm, hmm. Oh, okay, interesting. You know, like, mm. yeah, but she's one of the kindest, sweetest, most loving people. Um, our rehearsal schedule was bananas and learning a new show as you know is you know tricky yeah but on the first night she gathered everybody together um we had four younger people in the show that were like 18 to 20 and it was all their first Mm. like actual musical they'd done a lot of stuff for like our tiktok celebs or one of them was a nickelodeon star but as far as a live show it was their first time and they were terrified and Mm. she was like what we're going to do is embrace our failures and love them and learn from them and lift each other up and everything that we do tonight is right um she also like (laughs) like i said i love it when people mess up their lines and there were so many times like there was a lyric that she sang that like if you don't have a strap like how the hell do you pull up the boot or something and she's like if you don't have a boot wait if you don't have a boot how the hell do you pull up the strap but instead she was like, if you don't have a strap, how the hell do you pull mm. up a boot? And so it was just this constant thing where I was like, boot. Hmm? Yeah, boot. Good on you. Um, you know, uh, she's she's wonderful and brilliant, mm. and, uh, and I love her. And what song would you like to sing today and why? Well, it's called Coming Back to You. It's a love song of sorts. And I sang it in Notes from Now, which um, was just this off-Broadway show that I did where 21 composers during the pandemic each wrote a song during lockdown. And um, this is from Pete Mills, or Peter Mills, who's brilliant. Um, And so, yeah, that's what I'd like to sing. Cool. Here we go. From the moment I met you, we were two hearts in tune. You made overtures, darling, and I wasn't immune. I was warned you were charming, I resisted, but soon. I was helplessly under your thrall. I remember the romance of those magical nights. How you gave me the goosebumps when you lowered the lights. And occasional nosebleeds on account of the heights I was hopelessly hooked on it all Musical theater, I'm mad for you Be it a revival or brand spanking new 
darling, you had my frown beat From the very first downbeat And I'll always be coming back to you I have seen your hits and your misses And I know them by heart I saw Carousel and Carrie And I think they're both art I've done sideshow in my shower And I played every part Not to mention how fond I'm Of one Stephen Sondheim Musical theater I'm there for you be it an original a book or review like a rhyme by Fred Ebb or a reprise by Lloyd Webber I'll always be coming back to you but I never imagined you could just disappear you were gone for a weekend you were gone Would you ever come back to me? That wasn't clear. I was longing to see you if only I could. Only now that you're back, I'm not sure that I should. But suppose I don't see you, could it possibly mean you might go away for good? I just need to see it Or I'm not sure how I'll make it through I don't care what it is Give me a high school lame is There is nobody else that can do what you do When we're there in the dark together Sharing that spark together I know I'll always be true I love the rhymes and rehearsing, the vibe in the room. I love alive and in person, not boxes on Zoom. Others may grieve me, but as long as you leave me humming, I will always keep coming back to you. Schleiman, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you all so, so much for coming here to watch us at the Broadway Makers Marketplace. Thank you to the Broadway Makers Marketplace for allowing us to be here as well. You should all follow them on all major social media platforms at Broadway Makers Marketplace. Also, if you want to listen to the rest of our episodes, you can stream them now on theearlynightshow.com. You can follow me at Joshua Turchin on all social media platforms. Thank you all so, so much for watching. And remember, you're all amazing, loved, and valid, and I'm so proud of you all. Can't wait to see you all soon. Bye! often dreamed of a far-off place where heroes welcome would be waiting for me where the crowds will cheer when they see my face and a voice keeps saying this is where I'm meant to be 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.